Dangling After Dark with Dick Dango, episode 473, features a stepfather, saving pics, age gaps, breast friends, and meme love. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 473 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the man, the myth, the legend, the admiral of the A-game, and the master of his domain. It has been a while since he has been on, so let's introduce this man correctly. He's a natural law, and he leaves me in awe. He deserves the applause. I surrender because he used to look good to me, but now I find him simply the stepfather. How are you doing, sir? Bring it that. Hey, game. what's going on, Dangle? <laughs> Not too much. Did you recognize the song? I did. Okay. I did. I and while you, it, since it was such a long um, introduction, <laughs> I went and got some um, brill cream and slicked my hair back, <laughs> put on some uh, foundation and some red lipstick. Oh, very and nice. Up a guitar. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to just <laughs> sway in the background. While you uh, do your song. (laughs) So how are things, my friend? Oh, they're going well. I can't complain. I can't complain. It's hot outside, but cool inside. So I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got got some new AC in the house and you are living the polar bear life. Moved up to the 20th century. (laughs) I'm glad it's, you know, I'm only 100 years behind. But hey, what are you going to do? It's it's difficult for myself and for a lot of people to pull the trigger on big house investments like that, even though you know it's going to help, quote unquote, help the value of the house. Uh, it's tough to drop coin like that on a house. I give you a lot right. of credit. But who who are we kidding though? Right? Uh, I'm dying in this house, <laughs> and it very well could be. That I freeze to death in this house because I am living the polar bear life. But uh, yeah, I don't know who who the uh, I'm raising the home value for because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any kids. So right, oh that's true. My wife and I go in, in relatively uh, close terms. I don't know who's getting what. Okay. Wow, boy, that. I never thought about that. I bet I bet yeah, that I, got dark. Yeah, it got dark. We better start throwing some kids and people. I'm telling you, give our stuff to somebody. Stay. Well, I figured I would just pull an Al Pacino and wait till I was 82 to get somebody pregnant. <laughs> oh, it's like you read my article list. So for this episode, it is just the fine stepfather and myself. For the full episode, we are going to have so much fun. It is going to be fantastic. But before we get into it, I need to ask, how is the fine stepmother and the pooch? Uh, They're doing well. They're doing well. Can't complain. Everything is going according to plan, I guess, for the most part. The pooch is going to start her third and final trial as a water rescue dog this summer. Okay. Um, she didn't take to it too much last year. She was a lot, she was into a lot more into uh, pulling things. So we may work. We may focus more on her drafting work. But we're going to give it one more shot. See if she's going to rescue people. She's more into drowning people and playing in the water than she is to saving people. So, okay. well, we'll see. I sense a montage. 
<laughs> of people screaming <laughs> yeah. as giant 120 pound bear barrels into the water to drown them. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're the best around, and all you see is the failed stamp on the chart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just see the hand go under the water. That would be adorable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm glad that everything is going well. Everything in the Dangle Dome and Pervert Nation is going to plan so far this summer. It's been a busy one. I'm trying to do as many shows for the listeners as possible. You know, sometimes you're going to get one episode a week. Sometimes you're going to get two, depending on my actual life schedule beyond the podcast schedule. But I have no doubt that by late summer, early fall, it will be consistent two episode a week launch again. It's going to be cool because we're getting to an auspicious number very quickly. Well, yeah, if you're releasing an episode every day, Dangle, right. you're going to get there quickly. <laughs> If I got paid to do this, like by a radio station or, you know, by satellite radio or something like that, pot, you know, one of the many podcast streaming networks out there, I could probably do an episode a day. I know enough people that I could probably just have them call in for an interview and I just run roughshod and do 300 episodes a year. Oi. <laughs> I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> You can't be exhausted. You are a member of Pervert Nation. You are the original G co-host. You got to keep your stamina up, my friend. Yeah, we we got to try something. That's I right. need to get Are you got a uh you got a uh, sponsorship for hymns or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can get a sponsorship for a uh gas station penis pill that uh, makes your heart race right just makes you flush <laughs> it's like why is my face so red and why is my heart beating out of my chest That's right. <laughs> i don't think this is doing what it's supposed to <laughs> but my dick is like <laughs> i could break bricks with this thing oh my goodness so before we get into any articles or anything i need to ask you a question stepfather uh-oh I didn't do it. <laughs> or did you? I didn't know her. No? Okay. We right. never met before. <laughs> well, maybe you did this. I don't know. And I don't know if you've noticed this over the last, say, week or so. The spam calls and texts and messages are out of control right now. And I don't know if you have some kind of blocker that takes care of that. I don't. Because sometimes I find it very humorous, but I've been getting some lately. Okay. And to tie in a second thought, I think it is very inappropriate that unless you are asked to, unless it is consensual, you should never send a dick pic. But I think I need to send some dick pics. You're just going to start selling them to people who are robocalling you? Yes. So... <laughs> Your dick or just random dicks? Just, oh, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I, I might just take some random dicks. Yeah. Get that drop. That's right. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> so earlier today, I get two text messages from two different numbers, and they say the same thing. It says, Dave... How's your day? Do you still remember me? Did you reply back? Dave's not here, man. <laughs> I thought about doing it, but I didn't. Because what they did was they put a picture of somebody on the text. And without looking at the actual text of the text, I just looked at the picture. And the picture looked almost identical to someone I knew like 15 years ago. I'm like, okay. oh my goodness, is that her? And then when I saw Dave, I knew, you know, my name's Dick. Come on. <laughs> and uh, wrong D, lady. <laughs> wrong D, indeed. So with the one text that they sent me, it was literally just, Dave, how's your day? Do you still remember me? And a picture. With the second one, it said the same thing a different picture of the same person, which that's tricky. And then they text a little bit later, 
Are you busy now? And I'm finding it so difficult to not send a dick pic. I mean, it sounds like you should. I said the first time around, it should have been flaccid. And when they asked if you were busy now, it should have been erect. <laughs> uh, see, that is where I need to talk to you about these things. Because you come with the ideas. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. I don't know if it's too late. Do you think they have now moved past my number? Or are they just waiting for a reply whenever it happens? Then I have to send them money via iTunes gift cards. Yeah, I think it's better uh in the moment. Okay. So you gotta hang on to what you're gonna send until they send it again. Because okay. I think it's better as a comeback than, you know, hours later. That is very true. Yeah, I don't want to be that person's like, oh that's what I should have did. <laughs> yeah, you are right. Yeah, so what it sounds like you're saying is I need to go through the list of people that I have on my Twitter account and with the men just start screen grabbing their dicks and then send one every time I get one of those messages. Exactly. Do I want to be the guy that has lots of dick pics that are not of his own dick on my phone? Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) I keep a few chambered just in case I need to send a lie to somebody. <laughs> okay. Make sure you get the one of the guys sitting on the edge of the bed. Oh, the sexy one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy has a dick like a tall boy beer can. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that uh that is not a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Just like over the last couple days i've been getting a lot of these but now i know the stepfather has spoken and i'm going to have a supply of either gigantic flaccid or stupendously rigid penises oh you got to get get some get some bruised ones like some oh, uh, er goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh do i want that in my internet search history Broken penis. <laughs> oh, see that now that opens it up to a lot of things. Like I could have, you know, obvious household goods and furniture in a butt. You know, I could turn right. this into a thing. Oh my! Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you get lawn care services harassing you. Just send them one with like bee stings on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly a hemorrhoid. We can't. <laughs> Don't talk to that guy. Block You block his number. Exactly. <laughs> They'll learn. Start yeah. sending them obscenities. It's the one time I will finally be on a no-call list and it works. <laughs> You're like, I haven't, got, I haven't gotten a phone call or a text in months. Oh, it's been great. <laughs> but I got like 47 great picks just ready. Just wait. Yeah, that would be the disappointment. Why won't anybody text me now? Damn it. Oh, the fun that could be had that they're missing out on. Ah, right. So now I know now through the, the words of the fine stepfather, I know what to do. Oh goodness. Let's actually get in to some of the articles that I have for the show. And we might as well get into the one that the, (laughs) the stepfather with his magnificent brain power kind of called for this episode i'm gonna allow you to make all of the movie references quotes uh and anything you want to do about said actor throughout this entire article so are you ready okay. all right <laughs> right because uh you are much more well-versed in his quotes than i am <laughs> this article comes from insidehook.com El Pacino is having a baby with a 29-year-old. There it is. <laughs> I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, very nice. <laughs> a lot can happen in 54 years, which also happens to be the age difference between 83-year-old actor El Pacino and his now- pregnant 29-year-old girlfriend, 
Nor Alfala. I, I I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Cause she got a great ass, <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. That's right. <laughs> if you're doing it right, <laughs> I, might, I might have to turn down the gain on your channel. I forgot that a lot of his stuff comes out kind of aggressive. A little excited, Dangle. <laughs> Lately, age gaps that require calculator assistance have been pouring in. Pacino's contemporary, Robert De Niro, also just had a baby with a vastly younger woman, and 75-year-old Steven Tyler has no shame loving up on his 30-year-old boo. In fairness, it's hard to quantify what counts as an appropriate age difference within someone else's relationship. Everyone has different needs and desires, and as long as both partners are consenting adults, there's little room to judge. But when blah, you... blah, blah. <laughs> 60 years. 60 years difference almost. almost. 60 years. <laughs> but when you graduate from he's old enough to be your father to he's old enough to be your grandfather, and in some cultures, your great-grandfather, it's not unreasonable to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. He ain't going to be around whenever this kid's in on uh, riding, learning how to ride a bike. I mean, we hope he is, but I doubt it. <laughs> he's an absentee landlord. <laughs> Alfala, for her part, is not new to geriatric romance. Before Pacino, she dated Mick Jagger when she was 22 and was later linked to Clint Eastwood, although the latter was never confirmed. But the Sony producer and Beverly Hills native has also dabbled in youthful relationships, including a dalliance. Is that yeah. a, that's a fancy word there? A dalliance with billionaire spring chicken Nicholas Bergeron, who was only in his mid fifties at the time. The girls got range, and he likes that semi-flaccid meat, huh? <laughs> Hey, medical advances have come a long way. There's only so much that little blue pill can do, Dagger. There are pumps. <laughs> there, there, you could tie it to a stick. I, I don't know, really. <laughs> These guys got to be hooked up to iron lungs to keep up with it. <laughs> and while striking relationship age gaps are pretty common, research shows that many are marked by gender disparity. A 2022 poll showed that only 60% of Americans think it's okay for women to date people who are 10 plus years younger, while 71% are fine with men doing the same. Separate science also shows that heavy age imbalances may throw off relationships leading to more frequent divorces than relationships between people who graduated high school in the same century. <laughs> well written. All in all, Alfala's Instagram paints a pretty rosy portrait of her generation-spanning partnership with the iconic actor, who probably doesn't know how to use Instagram. But if they're happy, then I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Do you think... That he got her pregnant because Robert De Niro had a child. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got to keep up with the Joneses. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess we have to ask, Stepfather, if you were single, at the age that you are now, shall we say circa 50? So like that would be like 45 to 55. Am Am I close? I mean, look, if I'm keeping up with Al Pacino, the love of my life hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to ask. Like, what? But I'm getting, I'm getting a little stiff just thinking about it. Oh! hey <laughs> Disgusting. So what is the youngest that you would date at your current age? 
I don't know, man. Like the the idea of a you know somebody in their twenties sounds fun superficially. Okay. But it's not like I have the money to keep that type of person happy. <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, it's it's a it's a big difference between uh, me at 47 dating a 29 year old and rich Oscar winner Al Pacino at 83 dating a 29 year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? The demands of life are drastically different. And to quote my man, I'm too old, I'm too tired, I'm too fucking blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. I love it. So I would I would probably at forty seven, I probably wouldn't go any any lower than thirty five. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's not too bad. Not to say I wouldn't look at at the younger ones, but it's just it's not worth I don't want to do the things they want to do. Okay, I gotcha. And I don't got the money to do the things that they're interested in. I feel that one. I won't lie. So is there a difference between someone you would have a relationship with and someone you would have a fling with? Does that age drop when it comes to fling? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. As as long as they can uh, legally buy alcohol at that point, I think it's okay. <laughs> Good man. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> but it is it is that it is only a one way street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't it doesn't work the other way around. And it's it is I guess a sexist society to say that, but Yeah. I I mean on on some occasions I'm sure it's happened, but and for the same reasons that it's happening when an 83-year-old man is knocking up a 29-year-old woman. But it's ultimate irony is that we can get women pregnant until, you know, the moment of death. Right. right. And they don't, you know, their their biological clock starts ticking, so to speak. Do you think he actually sexed her to get her pregnant? Is Is Al Pacino that great an actor is what I'm asking. Well, I mean, like you said, there's pills and pumps and rods and absolutely, yeah. I don't, I don't think it was a, a medical procedure. Okay, well, I might have looked like one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was definitely some nurses involved in the scenario. <laughs> They're taking his blood pressure just to make sure it doesn't get too high. It's <laughs> a pulse ox on his finger. It's a thing, right? <laughs> they, they got the AED machine from the hallway uh, at the hotel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just to be safe, just to be right. safe. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I would say two years ago, I would have said that I could be in a quality relationship with someone, say, half my age. So, you know, that would have put them in their early 20s. But as I've gotten a little bit older, just over these last two years, if I'm out, like if I go to a convention or if I'm in Vegas and I go to an after party, or if I'm doing something like that, by the time it gets to about, say, two to three o'clock, I'm done. I'm out. Like, and for some people that was that kind of falls within our age group, that's late. Like they are used to going to bed much earlier than that. But I'm naturally a night person, but even with that, two to three o'clock, I like there's nothing good that is going to happen now right. with anybody. Yeah, and we've discussed it on this show. I'm completely the opposite. I'm a morning person. Like, sun comes up, cock-a-doodle-doo. You know, I'm ready to go. So 9, 30, 10 o'clock, I'm checking out, man. Like, it's (laughs) it's bedtime, bro. I'm at 2.30. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my natural clock kind of runs, like, to go to bed around 2 and get up about 10. Okay. If I could find an occupation that allows me to live that lifestyle, I would do it. Right. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. But to think of myself as a virile, fertile, older man, there, <laughs> there's part of me that's like, yeah. And there's part of me that, that fears it. Because <laughs> it's like, really? It's going to be like this forever? <laughs> right i I need to uh i mean there has to be a shelf life to this i i can't be this guy forever can i why not dangle oh my goodness (laughs) (sighs) welcome back to dangling after dark 
<laughs> with Nick Dango episode 29,407. I went to the club. <laughs> <laughs> I got helped into the club. <laughs> yeah, I got wheeled into the club and I took a fistful of pills and kapow, she never saw it coming. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that one. But yeah, I, I mean, if this is what they want out of this relationship, good on them. I'm happy for them. I hope it goes well. But, uh, I mean, to be honest, at 83, that might have finished me, like, in more ways than one. (laughs) Yikes. That last shot. Oh. So, all right, you you have uh, have a couple more movie quotes you could throw in here, even if they don't fit. Just nonsensical (laughs) Al Pacino movie quotes. And go. Maybe maybe we'll work them in throughout the rest of the episode. Okay. uh... Find us a way to circle back to the to the first. Uh, Would you care to try to do a Robert De Niro or Steven Tyler impression as well? Uh, I don't. I don't even know where to go with Steven Tyler. <laughs> just, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> just do his high stuff, <laughs> right? Right. Loving it up when I'm going down. <laughs> right. Very nice. That was good. <laughs> I've completely lost that top end of my voice. I don't know what the hell happened, but. Well, I, I also am worried about blowing out the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, many a year ago when you were doing the Caveman Mafia and you actually had to get a device that you hooked up to you know, the soundboard and everything. So when someone made a really loud noise, it didn't blow everybody out. Right, yeah, we'd catch it and knock the, knock the game down. Yeah, oh, <laughs> because... Uh, that pterodactyl of yours, it still haunts my nightmares. <laughs> Maybe that's your Steven Tyler impression. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the pterodactyl. Uh, and I, I couldn't tell you what Robert De Niro sounds like. Is that bad? Like I, I, his, like El Pacino, because he has those inflections and he has those quotes. Like, th- does Robert De Niro, like, what are some of his famous quotes? Yeah, it's because he's more he's more of a um, of a serious person, so it's a it's a little bit more of a like a direct you know quote to you. It's not like he was never really a caricature of himself, like kind of Al Pacino became. Gotcha. I mean, Al, it, it, he always had that. Al Pacino always had that like excitability in him, even going back to Dog Day Afternoon and The Godfather and stuff. But a lot of De Niro is always straightforward and serious i mean even even meet the fuckers you know it's all deadpan humor oh that is very true yeah even i mean you go where he's um you know taxi driver and he's devolving into lunacy being a taxi driver out in the middle of the night by himself and all that kind of stuff and nobody pays attention to him so that's why he ends up becoming nuts he's just a guy behind a wheel even his lunacy is still kind of reserved compared to Al Pacino's Dick Tracy or, um, you know, son of a woman type stuff. Yeah. I think that's what my crazy would be. Very, uh, natural born kill, not uh, natural born killer. Um, uh, American psycho. Yeah. 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 I, the angrier I get, the more quiet I get. Yeah. So I'm that type of way too. Okay. That's you know, to until know. I snap. Right. Then, <laughs> then it's bad, but so if you yeah, it's a more of a quiet, if you start to get quiet during the episode, then I know. Yeah, no. He's ready to flip the fuck out. He's getting angry. That's right. <laughs> Compliment the stepfather now. <laughs> so, fine listeners, I I think I need to know what is your age gap preference. And we could do it with someone that you would have a fling and just date or someone you would be in a relationship with. You don't have to give actual age, but you can kind of give us ballparks on it if you don't feel like throwing out your ages. And you can let me know via email, dick at danglinafterdark.com or on Twitter at the Dick Dangle. And you can do it the other way. Like, so with us being in and around the age of 50, uh, what's the oldest you would date? You're asking me or you're asking the listeners? No, I'm like asking We kind of already answered that. Yeah, I mean, the, like what the whole adage is to divide your age by two and add seven, I think. 
Um, and that's supposed to be your limit. So you'd be looking at 32 okay. there. Um, and I, I'm about 35. That's about, you know, that's, that would be about the youngest. I think I just, <clears throat> I remember myself at 35. I remember myself at 23. I, at, at 47, I would ha- want to have nothing to do with myself at 23. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> So, I was a wild man at 23, and I okay. that is not like that is not my speed, bro. Yeah, I hear you. So, so what about the other direction? What's the oldest you would date? So, if it's the divide your age by two and add seven, does that multiply by two and subtract seven? So, well, it's the, it's it's like that uh that uh conversion from uh, Celsius to Fahrenheit. Right. <laughs> you know, the one way you <laughs> multiply by nine, divide by five, and add thirty two, or whatever the hell it is. Right? No, I'm I think um fifty would be the oldest I would go. Mm, okay. I'm a snob, but I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could date older. I don't think I'd have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't think it would be. A whole lot older, I think, just because of my incredibly immature sense of humor. And I think that would get very old for a person I was dating that was very old. (laughs) Right. Now, ask me if they were rich. Mm. You know, that number goes up. (laughs) The the more zeros, the more zeros they add, the more zeros I add. (laughs) (laughs) but then again the more zeros they have the lesser zeros they want you know so you're not you're not they're not gonna if they they got that kind of money they're not gonna settle for 50 sad but true sad (laughs) but true so yeah so if they find me attractive and they're really old like they could be a dinosaur i'm i'm signing those papers is what you're saying. <laughs> Pounded it in the dirt, literally. <laughs> uh, there's, I, I could take that in a really horrible direction, but I, I'm choosing not to for my my integrity, I'll say. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I have that somewhere in a, in a drawer. Oh, my goodness. So, fine stuff, Father. What do you consider the perfect breast? Well, uh, I would hope that there's two of them. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll start with plural. Okay. I got you. <laughs> but we'll leave it. We'll leave it at two. We don't want to go, you know, three, four, or five. Oh, you're <laughs> that missing. That just gets out. a little weird. What <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm having sex with a cat. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. But uh, considering I have not had all of the sizes, um, that's all kind of a hard one to answer. You know what I mean? I've never been with an exceptionally large woman to know what that's like. Okay. okay. So, I mean, uh, BC range. I mean, I think it's it's all about uh, how they look, too, though. Oh, the, size, okay. the sizes and everything, as they say. Yes. <laughs> as they lie to us and tell us <laughs> right. sizes everything. I'll make them feel better as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah, for me, the perfect pair of breasts would be the ones that I am allowed to touch. <laughs> I was going to say the ones that are on my face. Right, exactly. <laughs> this article made the rounds fairly quickly, and I am taking... This article from the dailymail.co.uk. These are the five best looking pairs of breasts according to men and women, and size is not the end all be all. So, from the article, the ideal breast size and shape have been revealed in a new study, and size is not the most important factor. Researchers asked 1,021 people. 52% of whom were women, to score pictures of more than two dozen breasts for attractiveness. They found that, I mean, oof, I'll, free, I'll do it for free, is what I'm saying. You don't have to give me any incentive to be a part of this. <laughs> they found those that were moderately sized and had more volume in area above the nipples called upper pole fitness scored highest. 
Nipples that were closer together also scored high, as did perky breasts. But size and symmetry did not appear to be crucial. For the study, the researchers from New York University used images of the breasts of women who had surgery consultations between 2009 and 2019. These individuals were all 49 years old, and the five breasts all had an average volume of 300 cc's, uh, CM3. I guess that is basically what that is. In the study... The researchers, led by plastic surgeon Dr. Jonathan Beckett, said in attempting to identify hallmark characteristics or traits that correlated with perception of attractiveness, only a projected breast contour was found to be associated with an increased subjective survey score. However, no other singular feature significantly impacted opinions about breast aesthetics, a finding that is perhaps reflective of the wide variations in personal preferences and the way individuals determine what they find attractive. Alternatively, it may suggest that the overall global appearance may bear more significance on one's assessment than the presence or absence of certain individual breast components. That's a lot. You know? That's, that is definitely doctor speak, for sure. <laughs> yeah, out of the five pictures that are shown, they do tend to have the nipples uh, being a little bit closer, so the breasts sit more on the front of the chest. And they are, you know, some of them are larger, some of them are smaller, but they all do have a similar style about them, even if they are not symmetrical, which that has never been a deal breaker. I've actually had girlfriends that said, hey, just so you know, um, you know, they're not symmetrical. Right. And like, oh. Well, in most cases, they aren't anyways, um, you know, unless you've had work done to even them out. Right. Yeah. If you are, you know, right handed or left handed, just using your arms differently, it's going to change your breast placement just because of the musculature you've developed underneath it. So, you know, something. So, what you're saying is if I have a daughter, I need to make sure she's ambidextrous. I mean, dexterous. Correct. So that they grow at the same. All right. I got you. Yeah. Or just have them do a lot of, of uh, cable flies. So the the uh, right. strength is equal, yes, for sure. But you don't want your boobs crooked. That's right. <laughs> no, no, you do not. Though one of these pictures honestly could be me. I really need to lose some weight, is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I have never been very caught up in that, like. In going over this article, other things were popping up, and they talk about the 45-55 rule. And what that means is it's like ideal breast proportions. So the ratio would be 45% of the breast would be above the nipple and 55 would be below. Okay. Yeah, which I think is interesting at the very least. But I am, like we said, if it's in my face... If it's something I'm allowed to touch, if even if you can't get them together, if I could put my ding dong between them, we're good. It's right. Good. Can I finish on them? Then then they are the perfect breast. There you go. And this will not be the only breast article that we talk about in this episode, but we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, it's going to be more of the fine stepfather and myself. So hang in there, folks. We will be right back. Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. This is Lee Raven, and you're listening to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. 
Welcome back to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 473. I am Dick Dangle, and I am here with the aforementioned fine stepfather. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> That's better. I needed that. I'm back now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Can we get a little childish fine stepfather? Never. No? Okay. Never. All right, let me. I'm the epitome of uh, seriousness. All right, let me find some articles that are just news related, and uh, you know maybe some feature doctor articles. Oh, here we go. Here's one. This comes from DailyMail.co.uk. From headlights to honkers, and from milk monsters to nunga nungas, fun and fascinating maps reveal the most used nicknames for breasts around the world. All right, all right. The boob episode. This is this is the boob episode. <laughs> we we didn't tie any breast stories into El Pacino. All right, I'll see if I can find something here. Okay, please do. <laughs> I'll just I'll fix it in post. We're good. So, shall I just go through and list some of my favorites throughout this world map because for the most part there are a lot of the same words for different countries. Boobs, tits, stuff like that. Melons. Melons. But I'm going to go through some more of the interesting ones. So let's start with the good old USA. You want to give me a little chant there, Stepfather? USA! USA! Very nice. <laughs> the top word for breasts is rack. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. I use it from time to time, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I use that one a lot. I think I need to now. In Canada, this one kind of makes sense because <laughs> I think Canada. It, it's Canada. Honkers. It's very nice. It, it, honkers? Honkers. I think it's because <laughs> the Canadian geese would be my guess. Right, right. <laughs> Got nice honkers, eh? <laughs> Uh, of course, there's also a lot of just breasts. In France, their favorite term for breasts is the Roberts. The Roberts? Yes. Why the Roberts? I have. Is there no an idea. explanation for that? There is not, but it. I, I love it. I, I may start using that. In Cuba, it's cabbage. Ew. <laughs> yeah, like two heads of cabbage. I get it. <laughs> so when you work through it, it kind of... Oh, yeah, but I don't like cabbage. Oh, cabbage that is true. smells bad. <laughs> doesn't really taste all that good. Well, if you hit that with some mayonnaise, you're golden. <laughs> Slaw that up is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you pickle it. But... <laughs> <laughs> pickle that cabbage and I'll be all over it, baby. In Portugal, pacifiers. Okay, okay. See, that that's better. Yeah. In Sweden, steering wheels. <laughs> okay. I just enjoy that. that. That's another one that may become part of my vocabulary. In Germany, pugs. Pugs. pugs, like the dogs. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes sense. They're cute. They're lovable. You want to pet them? Do they give you a breathing disorder? <laughs> <laughs> if if you're using them right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, puppies. I've definitely heard of pup. Heard them be right. called puppies. Right. You know. Because you want to bury your face in them. That, that's right. <laughs> in the Czech Republic, goats. That just says a lot about the Czech that I don't want to know. Mm. <laughs> you are not wrong. I thought that was more of a New Zealand thing, but that would be sheep. <laughs> I'm leaving all that alone. Or West Virginia. <laughs> no, you did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one I don't get. 
in Greece, their word for breasts is balcony. Well, no, it's you, the balcony lift. It's lifted up. It's usually ah, okay. you know the top part of the house. Okay. It's a, structurally it's sound. <laughs> I got what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're part of the show. You're you're working me through some of these. In Switzerland, cheese wheels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd be interested in a, a pair of cheese wheels. I mean, look, I'm I'm fat. <laughs> I'm a man of cheese, but <laughs> I don't know if that's the right shape mm. necessarily. Yeah, those those would be ideal breasts, according to the survey in the first part of this episode. Because cheese they are, wheels, <laughs> they are facing forward. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they're asking for flat. Uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> in China, little white rabbit. I'm gonna say they don't. They don't. They're not allowed to talk about breasts in China. <laughs> no, they're they're pixelated. It's not good. <laughs> In Vietnam, peaches. All right, all right. I can go for peaches. They are obviously very big fans of presidents of the United States of America. That's what I thought of, too. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and... Somebody had to be. Yeah, exactly. And according to Australia, they are very big fans of either Beck or... Shit. Oh, it's right there. God damn it. I hate when I can't remember terms or bands. Let's see if you can figure out, figure it out, Stepfather. Headlights. Oh, okay. Okay. Was that the Wallflowers? Ah, you got it. Very well done. Yes. Was it, no, so was it the wallflowers? wallflowers? Yep. You got it. That's Bob Dylan's kid, right? Yes. One headlight. And kill the headlights and put them in neutral if people didn't know the Beck song. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. In Cyprus, cauldrons. Jesus. <laughs> we know how they like them. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> In Lithuania, dumplings. All right. It's adorable. Right. Cute. I mean, it's, it's saying something. It's saying something for the size of them, too, as they talk about them. Very much so. Yeah. Little white rabbits and dumplings. Mm-hmm. Peaches. Yep. Right. Well, then what is it saying about Indonesia? Fried eggs. <laughs> it got it sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not far from Thailand. Sunny side up breasts is the full title. Oh, there you go. All right. In South America, they got some good ones. In Brazil, milk storage. Uh, a little, little literal, but Very okay. Literal. Very literal as well. Uruguay, coconuts. All right, all right. In Venezuela, melons. It's very, very food-based. In South right, America. right. Well, yeah. What a suck on them. That's right. <laughs> Rub them all over my face. It, <laughs> in Azerbaijan, dice. Again, small. small. I, was, I was waiting for an Andrew Dice Clay reference. I fucked her. That's right. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you clean the dishes or wash the dishes and clean the toilets. I mean, who did all the work in bed? That's right. <laughs> Ventures at Ford Fairlane, anyone? Oh, very nice. Good quote. (laughs) (laughs) And the last one I'm going to bring up for this episode. In Mexico, pork rinds. Oh. That's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that one. That's right. (laughs) I disapprove. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to hear that, Stefan. I'm sorry. Then I then again I disapprove of a lot of what happens south of the border. So <laughs> you just haven't found anybody to do it right. Oh, you mean <laughs> I see what you're saying. Okay. Now, if you want to go through this entire map, all you have to do is go to danglinafterdark.com, 
click the link to this article in this episode and it'll take you there. But part of this article was also this. Popular words for boobs in Britain and the ones that give Brits the ick. So let's hopefully it's pork rinds. Pork rinds. (laughs) So let's do the popular list. From one to ten, we have boobs, breasts, tits, boobies, because we're all children, chest, bust, titties, knockers, melons, and jugs. Here is the top 10 most unappealing slang terms for the Brits. In this one, I'm going to do 10 to 1. Number 10, fun bags. Now, I'm sorry. I love the term fun bags. I just do. And when I picture fun bags, do you know what I picture? Airbags in a car. And when they go off, instead of having one big center bag, it's two breast bags. And it smothers you. I mean, it'd be much happier to get into an accident if it was boobs that would slam in my face. Right. (laughs) He has a concussion and an erection. (laughs) Number nine, the Mitchell brothers. Don't get it, but I love it. Right. (laughs) Number eight, I haven't heard this term in a hot minute, bazookas. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Number seven, Nunga Nungas. Nunga Nungas. All right. Number six, fried eggs. Number five, dog ears. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, breasticles. (laughs) Just some awfully odd ones. Right? Number three, honker honkers. Not just honkers. (laughs) Hunker hunkers. Number two, spaniel ears, very similar to dog ears. Yeah. Though, <laughs> though I would be impressed if a woman was running and she stepped on them. <laughs> <laughs> or if she shook her body like when a, a cocker spaniel shakes their head and they flop like the ears do in slow motion. Right. That would be really awesome and probably cute. And number one. And the most appalling slang words, milk monsters. <laughs> Why is that the most appalling? What wish? <laughs> so which, I think I was more appalled by people calling them dog ears. Dog- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've heard worse, but that one is that's something you say when you are incredibly drunk, you know, because right. you're, you're not going to use. Whip out your tits, you know, it's going to, it's going to be very kitschy, you know, whip out those milk monsters. Yeah, that's. (laughs) Now, have we not used a term that you love for breasts on this article? No, no, I think we've hit them all. Or close, you know, the milk monsters, mommy milkers. Okay. Same, all in the same ballpark. Yeah, I don't think there are any words that I use that aren't on this list. You know, may- maybe, but if I am using the words that aren't on this list, it's a word I don't use a whole lot, and it is truly just right completely slipped my mind. But yeah. A one-off. Yes, correct. So definitely check out those articles. And fine, listeners, tell me your favorite names for breasts if I have not mentioned them on this world map. I need to know. At the Dick Dango on Twitter, dick at danglinafterdark.com is the email. I need to know. There have to be some really good ones that I missed out on. So fine, Stepfather. That that was yes, a lot of, that was a lot of breast talk. A, a lot of boobs. Yeah. Back to back boobs. <laughs> In a perfect world. So let's get to something that may help some of the Single listeners, this article comes from InsideHook.com. This is the number one way to flirt on dating apps. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Aside from that random woman on Indian matchmaking, who ins- which I guess is a show, who insisted humor was a red flag, 
most people find it an essential component of romantic attraction. Laughter can do a lot to build connections and establish trust between strangers. Plus, it's just generally very cute and also fun, scientifically speaking. A recent poll from Hinge found 92% of users considered a shared sense of humor to be an important factor when starting a relationship, a number that should not surprise anyone who has ever been on or ever considered going on a date with a human person. But what's actually surprising is that similarly high numbers indicate a shift in how people will judge a potential match's sense of humor based on their internet behavior, and most importantly, their taste in memes. That's really specific. It's today's world. It is today's world. As more of our lives are played out online, a person's digital sense of humor, the contents of their meme stash, has become an undeniable marker of their dateability. In that poll, Hinge found that among 2,000 respondents, the number one most popular way to flirt was to exchange memes, with 73% of people saying they use memes to determine if their match's sense of humor is compatible with their own. So, fine stepfather, once again, if you were single, you were on a dating app, and someone was going to respond to you in meme what are you looking for to make sure that you are compatible? Well, I mean, they they definitely I'm looking for humor and they definitely need to impress me with their memes. There's some good ones out there. I think the first one I would send is our friend um, from back in a day with the plastic snake head on his head. I'm a snake. <laughs> a slithery, slithery snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a very, very good one. So I guess I could ask it this way. How similar are your and the stepmother's senses of humor? Because I would imagine as you've been in the relationship, it kind of blends and becomes a little bit more similar. But was it similar when you first started dating? Um, It was. But I'm uh, middle-aged and farts are still funny to me. <laughs> Okay. And I think that it's a good gauge of your ability to laugh at something. And my wife does not find farts funny whatsoever. So I like to meme bomber with or send her videos. I'll send her a couple like cute dog videos and then slip a fart video in there just to get her. She's not. She's not a fan. Okay. Farts are funny. There's, there's, there's one. I mean, it's, there's a guy that has like a fart machine, and he goes like walking around in public with like the fart machine in his pocket, and he's he's presses the buttons, you know, to make different fart noises and stuff. And he's got a friend that videos their rea- people's reactions. Okay. So I send her a lot of those. <laughs> um, she does not like them or oh. find them funny. And but but for the but it, to 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 her fault, <laughs> she thought the guy was really farting. Oh, in okay. the videos. Okay. I'm like, watch it again. Like he's got his hand in his pocket in every one of the videos. Like he's obviously got a fart machine that he's pushing the buttons for. It's not like he's really shitting his pants in front of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of like he does a lot of like farting and then like turning around and running back. Like oh oh you oh. know. Like that kind of stuff. Okay. Man, that makes me wonder how many people that he did that to and nobody reacted. Right. Yeah. For all the videos that are out there or for like for all the videos that are out there, very few people make a comment to him Mm -hmm. like, you know, about like, like, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) You're disgusting. Nothing. People, for the most part, the people will start laughing as they walk away from him. Okay. Okay. Which which that's the appropriate reaction. Right, right. Yeah. Like I said, especially I mean, I I noticed it, but it, it's obvious that he's he puts his hand in his pocket and he presses the button and it makes the noise. Okay. <laughs> uh I think farts are funny, but I don't. 
And it would take someone very special around me if they thought that farts were funny and, and did it around me. Oh, so I don't necessarily think like farting myself. I mean, I laugh at my farts, um, but I don't. I don't necessarily think like I think farts are funny. But that's not necessarily a green light to just you know smoke up the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in having a contest with somebody. Ah, okay. But I got you. I think I think that there's humor in it still in uh, at my age, yes. and I think that's a good thing. Hey honey, let's go. Uh, let's go have some beans and coleslaw and uh, right some broccoli, and then yeah. we'll sit in the car for nine hours and see whoever whoever gets out first loses. Right? Yeah, we'll hot box the car with our gas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now back to the article. It kind of sucks that <laughs> it kind of sucks that the current dating landscape necessitates choosing potential partners based on something so inane. There's only so much to determine about a person from the curated version of themselves on social media or dating apps. What they lack in meme literacy could be easily made up for by being funny and charming in real life. Now, that is the meat of this for me. And of course, it's going to be rib meat to make the stepfather good and gassy. So (laughs) I am for someone that has had moderate success as a podcaster and has to know technology on some level i don't meme very often i may meme to reply to somebody on social media but i'm pretty straightforward with how i use that stuff and i would like to believe that when people meet me especially of the opposite sex that they enjoy me more than they do when they just kind of know the internet me but for all of this, according to this, 92% of people said humor is an important factor. They're not beating down my doorstep, Father. What am I doing wrong? Well, you don't use enough memes, it sounds like. Damn it. All right. I got to just meme the shit out of everybody. I, I, I try to uh, either meme or gif gif uh, my way through life with as little actual words as possible. <laughs> Okay. So if I can send a reply that's a GIF that says exactly what I'm thinking at the moment, I'd do it. Mm, Nice. Okay. (sighs) The one that I have been using lately is the Simpsons one of the kid on the bus laughing and saying I'm in danger. Okay. Right, right. That's a favorite of mine for sure. Yeah, I (laughs) – my sense of humor is so all over the place because it can be dark and crazy and then it can be the farts are funny light silly stupid guy as well i'm a little all over the place so oh there's a gift for a meme out there for you you think oh yeah i I think part of the problem too is your uh television and movie repertoire is a little limited oh very so you know they're it's not they're not on the tip of the tongue so to speak for you to grab and send out to people. You are exactly right because all of my movie references are pre 2000. <laughs> Unless it's something that is so culturally significant that you can't help but know it. Right. Everything I use is old. Like if it's not from Airplane or Naked Gun or Blazing Saddles. Speaking of boobs, Speaking. everything I see reminds me of her. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I I may, now that we kind of put this entire episode together, I may need to look for someone a little bit older because they're the only ones that are going to get my sense of humor. <laughs> Just to understand your references. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he want me to call him Shirley? I don't get it. What's the? I was watching a I was watching a uh, a video yesterday of a of a girl so you know early twenties that went to a thrift store and bought what she was calling an old fashioned radio. Um, she said that I know that it's a new radio, but it's just made to look old. But on the side, there is a slot for you to put tape in it. <laughs> it said tape on the side. And she, she's like, why would somebody put tape in a radio? 
Oh, that hurts so bad. <laughs> and as she went further into it, she asked the person what they were. And they said they were they called cassette tapes. She's like, cassette? What's a cassette tape? Must have been named after the person who made them up. <laughs> that had to be written. It had to be. Oh, that's funny. That, that hurts your heart. <laughs> yeah, it hurts my heart, but that's funny. That's good comedy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well fine listeners once again i need to hear from you what is your thought on this do you think you could tell a lot about a potential suitor or just somebody in general by the memes that they send i need to know oh fine stepfather a delightful show with you once again this is why the listeners come they want to hear everything you are and deliver it on this show. It's awesome. I do what I can, Dangle. Oh, and you, I have fun. You do it with flair, my friend. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, one and all, for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like the ones that you have heard on this show. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, please do it as Al Pacino. Keep calm and dang <laughs> Nailed it. 